Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. This is Darren Mitchell and uh, I wish I could say it was a beautiful day here in summer in the Macedon Ranges, but it's uh, mid-afternoon, Tuesday the 22nd of December and uh, it is literally bucketing down. So much for uh, beautiful summer weather. It's uh, probably about 13, 14 degrees Celsius, maybe a little bit warmer, but um, hey, they said that we're going we're gonna to get a lot of rain over the next couple of days and it's just started. So uh, I trust you're having a fantastic start to the week and are looking forward to your Christmas festivities and Christmas break. So in today's podcast, I thought I'd share a topic. I just ran a, um, early today, I ran a LinkedIn Live just to do a bit of a year in review and I thought I'd just record some thoughts uh, in relation to the topic that I shared on that LinkedIn Live in relation to doing a review on the year that's just been. Now, one thing I've learned and I've observed over many years is Great teams, great leaders, exceptional performers, uh, whether they be individuals or, in fact, whether they be teams, uh, they will dedicate time to reflect and also recover. So when it comes to, if you just look at elite sporting teams as an example, and probably the most recent one this year is, given that we went through COVID this year and there's the whole AFL season was literally turned upside down and they had to do things a lot differently. The analysis of performance was at another level, but also the recovery and the importance of recovery was at another level entirely as well. In in terms of uh, the games were a lot closer together, so the teams and the players didn't have as much time to recover and get back into training and get ready for the next game. In some cases, there was only a four-day break between two games, and that's that's not enough for most elite sports people to recover, certainly with a high-contact sport like AFL which meant that the, um, the guys were spending time reflecting via video, uh, doing the video analysis, and, but didn't have time to implement any changes in practice because they literally weren't practicing. Their next practice, quote-unquote, was the next game they played. So the reflection became really, really important for the elite sports people because they had such a short break between games. And what it really highlighted was uh, the, the great teams will actually spend time and dedicate time and be disciplined around this to reflect on what was working well, but also identify some things they needed to potentially change so they could keep getting better and hopefully over a period of time develop a level of momentum and good habits to hopefully get the results they're looking for. Um, so in this in this episode today, I just wanted to reflect on, from a leadership point of view, what we can be doing over the Christmas break to reflect on the year it's just been, to do some recovery because our mind and our body needs to recover from what has been for many people a tumultuous year but also gets, get ready for some new things or some applications in 2021 that we can utilize a fast start to, to give ourselves every opportunity to get the results we want uh, and, hey, get the lead the life we want, uh, create the business we want, and hopefully everybody's happy with that. And really this time of year, certainly for leaders, is the perfect time of year to do this because I think most people will be taking some time off over Christmas uh, where they're going to be relaxing and not necessarily checking email hopefully not checking too much of their phone in terms of messages and certainly not thinking too much about business. But it is a perfect time to just to rest and reflect and think about what, what's been a great year and what's what some of the challenges that we've had to face that 
we can pick out some positive things that will enable us to use that as a platform for a fast start to 2021. And what's really interesting is at this time of year, it's, it's, it seems that people are really happy to come up with what's uh, what, like a New Year's resolution. But what's really intriguing about this is come the 15th of January, I reckon about 95% of those New Year's resolutions have either been already discarded or completely forgotten. So some things we need to be thinking about to set a platform for an exceptional 2021, it's important that we sit down and really analyze 2020, but do this from multiple different dimensions. Now, whilst we're focused here on this podcast on leadership and elite performance, exceptional performance, it's also critical though to look at other areas within our life because they also play a part in terms of how good we are at what we do on a day-to-day basis. So don't don't just do it for your leadership and don't just do it for your sales for the year. Think about it across multiple different destinations. So obviously you've got leadership, which we, which we talk about. Uh, you've got your sales performance and your results. So that has to be looked at as well. But also consider things like relationships. Now, this re- relationships will be relationships within your business, but also relationships outside of the business. Are they healthy? How, how have they gone this year? Uh, do you need to work on different relationships into the new year to give yourself every opportunity of being more more successful? Also, think about things like your health and fitness. What sort of fitness regime do you have? Uh, are you eating correctly? Are you getting the right level of sleep? Have you looked after your mental health? So these are areas you need to start focusing on as well and reflecting on how well you did in these areas. What sort of holidays did you take or did not take throughout the year? And also, what sort of contributions have you made throughout the year? So did you do any work on any charities? Did you did you sit on a board? Were you part of a footy club? Did you get involved in extracurricular activities outside of your normal day-to-day role that will give you some variety and some opportunities to you know serve others, and whether it be a community or a sporting organization? And the last area I like to think about also is your learning and your education. So what, what sort of learning programs did you do? What sort of self-education did you do? It doesn't have to be an MBA. It doesn't have to be a new diploma or a new degree. But it could just be a series of short courses that enable you to keep your skill sets up, keep your capabilities moving in the right direction so that you can start really uh, having a multi-dimensional approach to your success. And so the key point here is to really take the time to sit back and highlight the positives. What worked well and what were some of the achievements that you actually achieved in those areas in 2020. Now, the reason we say look at the positive first is that we are naturally built, if you like, to be slanted towards the negative. We will tilt towards the negative instantaneously. It's just a natural evolutionary thing, but also environmental thing. So when we do this exercise, make sure you're sitting down and really looking at the positives that have happened for the year and make sure you do start with the positive. So start with gratitude. Be in a position of having that attitude with of gratitude and also, it also enables you to fire off some positive chemicals in your brain as well because whether it be dopamine or serotonin, when you're reflecting on the good things that happened, uh, some positive chemicals will flush through your body, which will also make you feel a lot better. But a lot better. So this is really important. Really invest some quality time into doing this. Now, it may take you a little bit of time. I'm not saying sit down for four hours and do it at once, but you know, take a half an hour here and there over the next few days, a few weeks, and really sit down and look at now what did I do really well and be and be happy with that and give yourself a pat on the back for what you did do well throughout the year. The next part is to look at, okay, once we've done that, now rate your level of satisfaction in each of these areas out of 10. Now, it may well be that, for example, you had um, a really, really big, big year, but it meant that it took some time away from your um, either your education or you didn't get as much time in to do the health and fitness regime that you wanted to. So your level of satisfaction on health and fitness may actually be a 5 out of 10. And it indicates that it's an area you need to focus on next year to make sure you don't repeat the same mistakes in that area 
uh, that you did this year. It may well be that your performance or your sales was a 10 out of 10. You're really happy about that. But there are other areas, other dimensions that potentially didn't mean that the whole year was considered to be a success and therefore you weren't as satisfied as you could be. So what this will do is it'll actually give you some key insights into where your focus areas need to be in 2021. Now the other thing to look at as well as as well as you look at the positives, you've also got to look at what okay, what didn't work so well in the year. So look back and reflect on in all of those different areas what didn't work so well. So what we're doing here is we're trying to identify any gaps that we need to identify so that um, we can start identifying uh, tactics and strategies and ideas to plug those gaps to make sure we don't repeat the same mistakes into 2021 that perhaps we experienced in 2020. And so when you look at all the satisfaction levels and any gaps you've identified, what you can now do is you've got some areas, specific areas of focus for 2021 and you list them out. Now, when it comes to 2021 and looking at what you can do, so think about the new year as a completely blank canvas, right? It's almost like, well, 2020. Yeah, we're not going to forget 2020. We're still going to use it as a springboard, but I'm starting from scratch. And you know, literally, we are starting from zero. So think about this as the blank canvas. Now, the other thing to do is look at look at the year and start with the end in mind. So before we do anything in terms of our areas of focus for the for next year, we've got to look at okay, where are we uh, at December 31st, 2021, and we're looking back on the year that's just been, looking at what we've actually achieved, and thinking about all the great things that have happened. Now, when you do this, use all your senses, use your emotions and think about the people you're seeing, uh, think about the experiences you've had, how you're feeling, all your senses you possibly can because you want to bring those experiences to life because that adds color and flavor to the activities you've done and the things you've achieved throughout the year, which gives you a lot more meaning. It will also act as rocket fuel to really get your rocket firing off in, in 2021 and give you a really fast start to the new year. So it means, though, that we've got to be really purposeful and there's going to be some things that we need to give up and there'll be some things that we need to do differently or potentially even for the first time in order to give ourselves every opportunity of having that successful uh, 2021. So uh, I often talk about to, to leaders and clients about this and there was a mentor that uh, shared this a couple of days ago which just reinforced again how practical this is, how simple it is and how uh, powerful it can be when we actually focus on these areas. So think about three buckets or three key categories. Stop, start, maintain. So here, here's how it works. Let's talk about start first. In order to achieve the ambition you've got for 2021, what is it that you must start to do? Now, you would have highlighted a few things uh, this year that perhaps didn't work so well. So you think, oh, if, I, if I'm going to bridge the gap between where I am and where I want to be, I'm going to have to do some things differently and maybe have to start doing some things. So what are those three things? And the reason I say three is if you inundate yourself with too many things to do, you just overwhelm yourself and you'll never get done you never get anything done. So pick three things that you know that if you focus on these three areas and you start doing these three things, it'll give you every opportunity of moving forward and giving us a fast start to 2021. Then the, the next part is the stop. What are some things that, based on your reflection, you know you need to stop doing because they're not necessarily uh, going to be conducive to long-term success and it may actually be a bit of a time waster. And part of this might actually be looking at delegation. So there might be some things you need to delegate to others or there might be some things you need to stop doing altogether. So identify those things and again, come up with three things and also have the discipline to not do them. Be really, really rigid on not doing those. And then there's going to be things that you need to keep doing and I call these the maintain. So this is the maintenance area. So what will be the key things that you need you know you need to continue to do in order to maintain momentum. So these are going to be specific activities and very tangible activities 
that you know will potentially lead you to achieving your outcomes based on the performance this year. And there are some key things you will need to do. So there are going to be three things that you need to do there as well. So the other question around this is also if you find yourself getting sucked into things that are not necessarily conducive to the outcomes you're looking for, always ask this question, is this the best use of my time? It's a phenomenal question. It's a fantastic question. And it's a great leveler just to uh, check with yourself in terms of what I'm doing right now. Is this the best use of my time? But also enables you to think about, well, if this is the best use of my time, it has to be aligned to either something that I need to do in terms of starting or something that I need to keep doing, which is the maintaining. So when you look at those three areas, the stop, start, maintain, picking three things, you'll end up with a list of nine activities or nine tactics or nine areas of focus that you need to do. Now, here's the thing. So to give yourself a really fast start to 2021, we always think about, okay, let's do simple better. So let's break it down even further. And what I want you to do is just pick one thing, one element from each of those start, stop, maintain. So you're going to be focusing on three core areas in the first 90 days. So take one key thing. So what is the number one priority that you need to start to do? That's what you're going to focus on for 90 days. What is the one core thing you need to stop doing? That's what you need to focus on for 90 days. And what is the one core thing you need to maintain and keep doing? That is also what you're going to be focused on for the next 90 days. So what you'll end up having is three things, three core things, which is going to be your area of focus for the first 90 days. Now, you would be amazed at what you can achieve in a 90-day period. The key, though, is making sure that you do review it. So feedback is really critical here. So you've got to be able to review that after 30 days, and it may well mean that you need to make some adjustments. But if you do that, you're well on your way to achieving what you're set out to achieve uh, at the beginning of 2021, at the end of 2021. So why are we doing this? Well, the whole thing about this is all elite performers, they, they don't randomly achieve, right? They know exactly what it is they need to do. They achieve through a definite purpose and a relentless focus, but also constant feedback. Uh, and what they do is they, can, they develop really good, consistent, productive habits. And that's the way that they separate themselves from everybody else on the planet. So there are my thoughts on how to review 2020, but also set you up, set yourself up for a really productive 2021. And look, do yourself a favor and give yourself the gift of, of spending some time and really doing that analysis, because if you do, uh, you might be actually pleasantly surprised in terms of how that sets you up for a really phenomenal and highly successful 2021. And that's, that's exactly what we want for every single person. So um, if you'd like some help with this, I'm uh, more than happy to have a conversation. And if you'd like some assistance taking your leadership to the exceptional sales leader level, then, uh, hey, let's jump on a call and have a conversation. So go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, and I look forward to having that conversation. So guys, do yourself a favor, sit down and make sure that over the next couple of weeks, you really sit down and analyze what's gone well this year, identify the key areas of focus for the first start of first quarter of 2021, and you'll set yourself up for not only a highly successful year, but you'll move a lot closer to being that exceptional sales leader. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.